Yo, on this week's episode, we have Dickie V talking Tampa Bay Rays World Series peak. We have Spencer Torkelson, the number one pick in the MLB of the Detroit Tigers. We spent some time with Jason Boyce, one of the best to do it from the city of Sacramento. And uh, support for One Star Recruits is brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code One Star. That's one. That's the number one, S-T-A-R. And right after you grab your products at checkout, plug that in. That will get you 20% off plus free shipping. Enjoy this episode. Let's get after it. Hi, this is Jake Plummer, and you're listening to the One Star Recruits podcast. You know, I say a lot of times I'm not a scientist, you know. I see things coming, and then you're like, what do you do? He needs a challenge, and now he wants to, he usually wins with, like, first and second stringers. He probably wants to win with, like, third and fourth stringers. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Eddie George on One Star Recruits podcast. These guys do it the best. Love you guys. This is Spencer Torkelson. You're listening to the One Star Recruits podcast. Hey everybody, this was Dickie B on the One Star Recruits Podcast, and they've been awesome, baby. Baby, baby. Yo, we got Jason Boyce in the house, along with Rip, as usual. What's up, dog? What's up, guys? Welcome, Jason. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. We're continuing our uh, rotation in season two of bringing in some guests with us. Uh, Jay Boyce is uh, is a great human being. Uh, congratulations on kid number two kid number two man we two in under two years we're ripping the band-aid right off getting after it i was gonna say it felt like since i've gotten to know you we're getting right into daddy daycare corner real quick but since i it seemed like it went real fast for you it was like from um yeah being at i remember like a wedding i think it was our friend jeff's wedding and that was like a memory of like okay (laughs) that's the life that this dude's living And then all of a sudden, it, it was, was a drastic change, man. And there's a lot that goes into that, um, <laughs> reasons why that drastic change happened. But yeah, man, Jeff's wedding was, that was a wild wedding. Uh, that was a different guy. <laughs> that was, that was when I first met Jay Boyce, man. So uh, yeah. it's good to have you on the pod, man. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, brother, man. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about your life and, and some places. But me and Jason uh, met. He's actually a, a personal trainer at a gym here in Costa Mesa. And uh, he originally helped my fat ass kind of shed some of my baby weight when I got down to SoCal initially um, and we soon found out that just doing the exercises was like the least of it like you were also like playing some therapy for some moments in time of uh, both of our lives so uh, yeah man here yeah, we are that was, uh, we, I think we ended up most of the time talking more than actually working out you know I know that was my thing and my, my wife used to always get on me she's like that's your trick because <laughs> I would be tired as tired as hell and I would tired like, of talking so, I'd be like so so tell me about your brothers and, and, and you'd be like oh shit someone else know about I'm like, oh. so that was a little trick that I used to play but yeah man it was good it was good so as life goes on we've stayed in contact and I've watched you take over business and do the dad thing and Rip's got the kids popping over here and they're similar ages right we got son son yeah, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Jason has a two-year-old and a three three-month-old. Three right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, that's <clears throat> you know, <laughs> that's, that's the rough part. <laughs> so we're gonna do we'll do a little daddy daycare since we got these legends in here to talk right through. I actually have a little. We'll go through some yay or nays of uh, of a uh, hundred mothers where I did some trivia and came back with some answers of things that uh, young dads may have to go through. So we'll see if those things hit on you later in the podcast. Nice. Uh, the World Series is set. So it's Tampa Bay and it's Los Angeles. I mean, I wouldn't be calling Titletown Tampa Bay quite yet, but the the the, the Lightning won. 
You yeah. know, you know Hockey Jay or not? A little. Nah? Bit, yeah, a little. He lightning. said, "Yeah." Uh, the Lightning one. Everybody thinks Tampa Tom's in full effect with the Bucks. And then we got this young squad with the Rays, and 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 we have Dickie V, and we're going to cut to that too because he breaks it down way better than we can. But and really, the second the second the Rays won the AL pennant, we we put in a call to Dickie V, who was on the pod a couple months ago. He's the ultimate Tampa insider. You know, the guy's eighty one years old. He loves the Rays. He loves the city of Tampa. There's a video of him on Twitter just celebrating, going completely nuts when they won the pennant. He's there's no bigger Tampa sports fan mm-hmm. than him, and this is really a crazy David versus Goliath matchup. So let's just cut to this quick interview with Dickie V on why the Rays are going to win this series. Hit it. The moment the Tampa Bay Rays won the American League pennant, we put in a call to friend of the pod, legendary basketball personality, and the Tampa insider of all insiders, the one and only Dickie V, Dick Vitale. Here we go. Dick, this is- How you doing, guys? We're doing great. And, you know, this, the, uh, the Dodgers are in the series now against your Rays. And this is like David versus Goliath right here. Small market versus big market. $29 million payroll versus $106 million payroll. Crazy. Everyone in America that isn't a Dodger fan should be rooting for the Rays here. How does Tampa win the series? Well, they win the series because they really are a team that's destined to win the series. They do a great defense. Their left side of the infield is defensively dynamite. They got the young kid, if he can continue hitting like he's doing, Randy, a Rosarina. He's been on fire. Nobody knew his name before the season. In fact, he didn't join the race really until August. He was out with COVID-19. Uh, he had some problems. Uh, bottom line is this guy's got some great potential. I mean, Dusty Baker said, he said, I can't understand how the Cardinals gave him up. I put on Twitter slash Dickie V, got a little reaction. I said, hey, we should send a gift to the Cardinals, man, giving us that dude, because he can flat out play. Power, quick. I'm telling you, this team is destined. It really is. They're no fluke. They're not a one-time club. They won 96 games last year. People have to realize that. They were the best team in the American League all year over the Goliath, the New York Yankees. Beat them out by like five games in terms of the regular season. In a 60-game season, five games is a lot of games to be up. So they've been doing it all year. And here it is. I think what's great about this World Series, you got the best in the National League. And you get the best of the American League. And I think it's really two teams <clears throat> that have earned the right to be where they're playing. And they got talented teams. I mean, the Dodgers got some great, great players, no doubt about it. I mean, Seeger and Bellinger and company, uh, terrific. Bueller on the mound and Kershaw, obviously, we're going to see. But don't underestimate this Rays team. You ask most people, they couldn't give you anybody in their starting lineup, probably. But you know what? They play as a team, they play together, they're efficient, they execute, and they win. Dickie V, let me ask you this. I know uh, we all want to see once uh, COVID passes, the, uh, maybe a parade going down Bayshore Boulevard, uh, Greenway. You know, I know you got a nice, nice stretch down there. Uh, talk to me just about this chemistry with these guys. They seem to really like each other. I think uh, not only playing baseball, but just hanging out in life reminds me of a good college basketball team. Would you agree with that? For me, it was that, that, that home run in the eighth inning of the Yankees game when, uh, when the young kid came out and hit that big home run. And uh, I got goosebumps. I felt that, I felt that in, the, in the dugout with the whole team. And uh, that kind of got me rooting for the Rays, the chemistry that they have together. 
Well, I think that that's a great point that you made. That really is. I, I, you watch that locker, the, the dugout, the, the camaraderie among all the players. They never really hung their heads down after losing three straight, came up with the big win in game seven, just like against the Yankees. Game five, on the line, facing the $320 million pitcher, Jared Cole. They never rolled over. They matched and matched and matched until they got the big home run from Brazil, and then went on and won that game 2-1. Uh, they come up with big moments. They've been doing it all year. And I like the idea that you said about the camaraderie and the togetherness. I mean, there's something about that. They like playing with each other. They really do. And I think they have a little chip on their shoulder. They don't say, you know, nobody knows who they are, basically. You go on the streets, nobody knows. They can't name their place, even right here in Tampa. By the way, Tampa Bay area is going to be title town USA. We got the Stanley Cup already. We're going to get the World Series. Yep. Maybe tough, but we're going to get it. And then... People better start taking a little serious the Bucs. If they it. get all their players, see what people don't realize, playing without Fournette right now, uh, Godwin has been hurt. He played a little yesterday. Evans has been an ankle problem. Uh, I'm telling you, if they get them all together with Mr. Brady at the controls, he's the youngest 43-year-old you'll ever see, and he can play. Just ask the Packers who came in undefeated, and they went out hanging their heads 38-10. This team has great potential. We can get the trifecta. We can get the trifecta. The Super Bowl. Oh, man. The Tidal, Super Bowl. Title Town, baby. Title yeah. Town, USA. And, and, and Dickie V, thank you for that. We're out in California, but we're going to be rooting for the Rays. And, you know, let's focus on uh, your specialty, college basketball. You have a book. Can you tell us about the lost season and where people can get it? Yeah, the lost season is available uh, at dickvitale.com. Uh, they go there, they get an autographed copy, and all my money goes to the V Foundation with Kids Battling Cancer. It's the book about what could have been and would have probably been how we had a season. Uh, this year, the season starts November 25th. I can't wait. I mean, I'm really, uh, it, it's been a long time coming, and, you know, we got to get this pandemic under control, obviously. Uh, I don't like what I'm hearing, the way it's spreading the way it is. People have to follow the rules a little bit more in terms of wearing a mask in public and social distancing in public. I can't understand some of our people uh, supposed to be out there teaching and letting people know the right things to do and just they just take it for granted. And it's just sad in a way because we got over 220,000 people have died. We got over 8 million with the disease. Anyway, I can't wait for basketball season. But in the meantime, if people want to have a lot of fun, go out and get my book, The Lost Season. Just go to DickVitale.com. Dick Vitale, The Lost Season. Thank you for being a recurring guest on One Star Recruits, Dick. And uh, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Title Town USA, Tampa Bay. Who would have thought? Well, I hope so, man. I can't wait. I'll jump in a pool if they win it at one o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna right, we'll hold you. We'll hold I you can't that. swim. I can't <laughs> swim, but I'll still jump in. All right, guys, take it easy. All right, Thanks, Dickie v. Take care. Bam, there it is. Who do you like ripping the World Series? Oh, I'm going with the Rays, man. I'm always going to root for David. Like I'm an Arizona fan. We're underdogs by nature, so I got to go with the Rays. Dodgers are really good and uh, intriguing, and I kind of rooted for them. Who you got, Jay Boys? Uh, always a smaller team. You're, just, you're another yeah. small market underdog. I'm from Sacktown, so you know, ah, yeah. I, I love those uh, underdog stories. All right. Um, do you have a game? Are you guys all good? Just good series? Seven? 
I would like to see it go seven. I mean, the 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 crazy thing is with the Lakers just winning and you know Kobe's thing this year. It's uh, it kind of does seem a little in the cards for LA to yeah. win, but it's going to be a series, man. Oh, that'll be Let's great for seven. both cities. For both cities, it'll be great. Whether it's LA, it'll be great. They just the Lakers just won. Whether it's Tampa Bay, that's kind of crazy. It's a little crazier, uh, but it will also I think be great when it's all said and done. So yeah, um, cheers to a great series. We'll represent. Let's talk a little bit about um, you used to. Manscaped sent us some products, Rip. Did you did you uh, did you use the use it? They, it was our main goal this week was to use our, our new product by our newest sponsor. I did, man, and and Manscaped's been great. And you know, I, it's uh, my birthday was Saturday, so I had like my one day a oh, year. Shit. Happy birthday! Happy thank birthday! You. Thank you. Yeah, and I sent my wife the night before. I sent her an itinerary of what I wanted to do. I never do this. I never plan the day, but it's like my day to plan it. So I carved aside like 45 minutes to use all these manscaping products. Oh, you did like a man spa day. I, it was like it was literally 12:15 to one o'clock manscaping. That's what was on the agenda. It was it was on the kids' calendar. Did you did you light candles? Uh, no, but I, you know, I closed the bathroom door, which we know with kids is like almost impossible. Someone's gonna burst in. Yeah, yeah. But I tried to do it during their nap too, and, and I got after it, man. I used these products, and let me tell you, this this stuff is amazing. The lawnmower is is uh, cordless it's waterproof you can use it in the shower are you a regular uh groomer you know i i've kind of gone off and on i'm 42 years old so i've kind of gone off and on over the years but mm. i've never experienced a product like this it's, it's it makes things really smooth it's uh no nicks no cuts we, we just talk no notch. hype no cap as the kids say yeah man, no so cap. you got clean johnson just chilling in the pot right yeah, now like feeling good deodorant? you have better confidence I did. It's borderline life-changing 45 wow. minutes. Wow. Hey, man, Jay boy you you modeled for a little bit back in the day. I did. Um, I mean, you can't have a hairy ass when you model, really. You need to be have got things. <laughs> yeah, how, how, are ma- how are male models manscaping? You're just naturally hairless? I mean, I think it... I mean, some of it, sometimes that hair is like, that's their draw, you know what I mean? Like... Harry, Harry, uh, oh, chest. That could be their, that's like a, could yeah, be a like those Greek, those Greek guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, most most guys were hidden in the bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, shaving up whatever they could. You guys have so. like assistants to do it for you? Or you just, like, do it <laughs> no, all yourself? Never, at least in my experience, that never never got to that point. Okay. Yeah, it's really interesting. With uh, the whole game has changed. So yeah, shout out to you getting a whole spa day. Happy birthday, bro! How old? Uh, Forty two. Jackie Robinson, Pat Tillman. Forty two. That's crazy, man. So with the holidays and Christmas coming up here, we're going to save you guys some time. Go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code one star. That's the number one star. And go to manscaped.com. I highly recommend the performance package. It includes the lawnmower, uh, some ball toner, some ball deodorant. Yeah, is it great for the holidays? Like literally for the men in your family, especially your big stanks? And your uncle stank stanky ends. Your hairy uncles, yep. It's good. And I think it's funny for your kids. Like, I think it's good. So 20% off. We're, I'm stoked to have a, a product that actually is bringing value. No offense, Jay Boyce. I know we tried to sell some roofs on the Eddie George episode with your company. Did we sell any roofs? That's what the people want to know. Did you get any referrals from the One Star Recruits? <laughs> did we even get you a leak somewhere, like a, fa- a leak did we, repair? Did we get you a gutter, a gutter job in uh, Los Salinas? That's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to finally having a product that makes sense for, for our listeners. So check that out if, you're, if, if it can fall on your uh, money-saving list because we know this is no joke, man. Times are tough. So I met Jay Rock here doing personal training. You look like you're still in great shape, brother. Um, okay, Rip's 42. What does Rip need to be doing, like, just in a normal week, like, to stay not getting fat? 
to stay not getting fat. Yeah, like like I mean, is it okay to walk? Like what? what it's would great you, to walk. What would you recommend for late forty for late thirties, mid thirties, early forties that have to happen, must haves on a week for fitness, with not a lot of time to do it. With oh, not with that's the kids. The, right, right. Yeah. With kids, not a lot of time to do it. I mean, you can only control so many things in life, right? You not you can't always control what time you have. You can't control what your kids do. Or your wife does. The one thing you can't control is what you put in your body. Uh, yeah, you always do that. Yeah, you yeah, always go back to the in your body. That's it's always you are what you eat, man. It's the truth. And you know, uh, me, I've I've discovered now that I don't have three hours out of the day to go work out. I've got to be even more disciplined now. And where I can be more disciplined and have the most control is what I eat. What's your number one meal at the, the go to when you need to get? A food in that's halfway decent. Eggs. Oh, you're an egg guy. Eggs. You're an egg guy, Rip? Yeah, yeah, I'm an egg guy. I like eggs on a lot of things. You do? We have Spencer Turkelson on. He's homies with Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri does not like like huevos. He's not a really? guy. Yeah, some people don't like eggs. That's a trip. I like eggs. They have, too, a, lot, they have a lot of cholesterol, which is a, a downside uh, if you have uh, elevated levels, but... It is. I mean, yeah. Obviously, if your doctor says don't eat eggs, you throw some eggs on and some some veg, right? You go. Yeah, man. You can you can do anything you want with it. You know what I mean? It's quick. It's easy. It tastes good. You know, and it's got all the nutrients you need. And you know, time is of the essence. How about running? You guys moving enough with with like the strollers and the game has you up and down, kind of in squat mode. You see, like just your normal day, calisthenics kind of are enough you would think you know what i mean but like with work and everything involved uh sometimes you you know you don't move as much as you would hope Mm. but uh yeah i mean you always try and get out with the kids you try and be as active as possible um walking is great pushing the stroller is great yeah you guys both are in you guys both are in good shape i appreciate you both being on the pod we uh you want to do a little you want to do a little game we'll do a little yay or nay it's a very simple game actually let's do it uh, I, I don't have two young fathers what do you got Jay you got you got a, a, a boy and a girl I got a boy and a girl yep Emma Emma Olivia and then uh, Benjamin Noah and Big Ben Big nice. Ben dude straight out of SoCal yeah they're born here Orange born here yeah Orange yeah. County yeah it's yep. a cool place to be born I always think back to where telling people where I'm from and it's always it's gonna be always a cool place to yeah. be born. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is. You gotta tell people if you're in stack. No offense. <laughs> is, that, is that tight <laughs> still or no? <laughs> uh, no, I always love stack, but no. All right, all right. Yay or nay? Um, these are all based on. So you say yay or nay? Less competition based. If there's a story to follow, please feel free to to, to chime in and follow. So young, t- new fathers. We got toddlers. Uh, we'll start with you, uh, Rip. Have you ever scooped turds out of the tub? Oh, my God. Absolutely. And it's a disaster because not only that, <laughs> but so quick. I, I, probably at least 10 times. And <laughs> yep. hopefully it's like a log and not runny. Yep. But the, the other thing like is the all, the, all the toys in the tub, you have to immediately throw them in the dishwasher. My wife's on me. They can have oh, all shit. kinds of stuff on them. And so you can't just like wash them off with water and throw them back in. So you have to do a whole dishwasher cycle for all the toys. <laughs> so this happens to 10, Baker's dozen maybe. Of yeah. times, so yeah. and then it's a whole like, uh, like, uh, like, eat, like seven alert, like somebody oh, yeah. poos in the hotel pool. It's like everybody has to come into play. Oh, it's a whole I thing. I didn't think dude. about all that. Can't mess around with the doo doo. You got to get on it quick. That's yeah. another reason why potty training is nice to do earlier rather yep. than later. Because once they're potty trained, it doesn't tend to happen. But yeah, before they're potty trained, it's open season. Dude, <laughs> wherever. Let it ride. All right, Jay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Jay Boyce. Um, have you ever caught barf with your bare hand or any other body parts? 
body parts. You know, stomach catch <laughs> or grab a, like a foot catch to save a to save a carpet. Uh, no, a, a no barf, but spit up for sure, dude. I've you got spit up in the mouth. Caught it like a like a like a catcher. Just, like, just like a, in like the a, mouth, in your in the mouth. mouth. Like I had him up above. I was laying on my back. Had my little boy Ben up Ooh. above, and I was kind of tossing <laughs> him up and just bat right in my mouth. So, Did you swallow it? No, <laughs> mama no, bird. Immediate spit out. Oh, it was. But you did it to save the couch. I did it to say, I think I was on a car That was carpet. instinctual. That was it, yeah. Well, was like a, I mean, <laughs> it was just kind of like, ine- it was more inevitable than I would not do that. I would turn my head. It came so fast. The reaction so time, fast, man. Bro, yeah, man. you had some so parent fast. shit. That's like when the mom lifts the, lifts the car up off the, the kid's leg. Dude, yeah. just do what you got to do as a parent. Rip, um, like our boy Larry Brown said, I think it was episode th- four or five. Um, have you ever smelled your kid? Is it common to smell your kid? Uh, depends on the person, probably. <laughs> but I think it's a tradition for for where Larry Brown's demographic. In, but in uh, not Long Beach, Long Island, man. Long, Long Island, yeah. Maybe but you know, the, the, the one thing is people. I mean, the ba- the smell of babies is there's like nothing. They else smell like milk. Yeah, yeah what's the they con- smell like milk? I need to know the context of smelling kids. Like, is it like a new, fresh newborn? Well, baby? LB told us in this context. LB told us he would the most important. We said, what's the most important thing to do for the pandemic? He said, hug your kids and smell your kids. And I thought, shit. I think it's kind of a saying too. It's, it doesn't like literally means like sniff your kids, but it's just <laughs> kind of a saying. Like, All right, have well, them close to you. Okay, onward, rip. Okay, that's J Rock. Let's say, um, have you ever eaten baby food and or breast milk? Yeah, dude, I've eaten the breast milk. I have. Per, yeah, bomb. I, I, I mean, it's yeah. It kind of tastes like uh, like the milk after after you have frosted flakes. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's sweet. what I would compare sweet, it to. Right. Super sweet, yeah. There's, red, there's ice cream shops in Venice making a lot of paper off of that concept. <laughs> yeah, so right I, I actually for a minute there I was putting it in my protein shake. Sounds super weird. Shut I up. Swear, uh, but then if you do some research on it, it really because I thought it was you know it's got all these health benefits. No, it's for the kids. That's it. Wow. It does nothing for you as an but, adult. But you did give it a go on I a couple. I gave it a go. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I didn't even think that. Rip. You ever? You have? I mean, baby food. You gotta try that. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely tried a couple of drops of breast milk and a little bit of baby food. My wife actually had her placenta like preserved afterward, and, and t- you're oh. supposed to put it in smoothies. Like yeah. helps the woman like bond with the baby and all yeah. that. I never tried that, but that's uh, that's another interesting one. Sometimes, I mean, this might be TMI, but like sometimes too, uh, you know, when you're. Uh uh, getting intimate after mm-hmm. uh, the baby is out and the mom's still breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have no choice but to uh, to drink that milk. Yeah, you know what it, I mean? Oh, it's like it activates. Oh, bro, like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like just all over the place. Well, I, I mean, he, like, he said like it's romantic. I know it's like a whole thing like get the towel, get the bottle. <laughs> it's not like a romantic <laughs> thing, but no. if you want respect, if that's your game, that's, uh, I mean... That's dope. <laughs> you, you just got to take what life throws That's at you right. sometimes. Yeah. It's always a new if it's breast shirt. milk or spit up. Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yo, Rip, have you, ever, uh, have you ever cleaned something by licking it first? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if, if you get like a minor stain on your clothes and you don't want to get like a whole wet uh, washcloth or paper towel, you can lick it off. You and do a lick. Yeah, very spit shine, move. spit shine. You got, uh, Jay, you got... Uh, you got nicknames for your kids that are definitely not their names that, that you would like to share with yeah. other males in the universe? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so my wife gave my both my uh, son and daughter nicknames based off of the sounds that they make. And uh, so my son is nicknamed Doodoo. Yep, there it is. I knew everybody. Yeah. And then uh, Emma is <laughs> Emma is Goo Goo. If Doodoo Poo, and Goo Goo, there you go. Who could like have the licensing on baby nicknames, man? If somebody is smart enough at, at <laughs> poo.com, 
because I swear so many nicknames come from poo poo. I don't boo. I don't know why you know, but he responds to it. That's like his, I love it. It's his real name now. That'd be awesome if he ended up like a, a running back and they call him Doo 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 Boy. Yeah, yeah. Dude, cool. I would love that, bro. <laughs> that sounds like a football name. Yeah. Bring us home, Rip. Uh, are you constantly asking everybody just around you in your normal life if they have to go to the bathroom constantly? Is this that what you do now? <laughs> yeah, you know what? And uh, <laughs> Yeah, definitely asking if they have to go to the bathroom because uh, it doesn't go more than a couple hours without that happening. You know, if, if you don't want to end up with the poop in the bathtub, you got to ask. <laughs> and w- w- another funny thing is my wife, like the other day, sneezed, and I, I offered her a tissue to wipe her nose. I'm so used to doing that with the kids. Right. It was, uh, it was just a funny thing. Oh, because you've got a holster. Yeah, I got a holster of tissues, and anytime someone sneezes around me, I'm, it's right under your nose. Jay boys are taking notes. That's right, dude. I'm just God. Oh, he said you got a holster too. Yeah. Oh. Hell yeah! Well, shout out to you guys being pops. That was, uh, you know, you learn something every day. I feel like this podcast is uh, helping me and helping others out there. All right, good, re- good round, yeah, nay, popses. Uh, J Rock, Sacramento. You're I just you're sitting at this table. I'm looking for my Sacramento Kings sticker. You don't meet a lot of Sacramento Kings fans or people from Sacramento. Actually, I take that back, Rip. Our boy Scott Boris was also from Sac. Respect, right, right, right. city of Sac. But yeah. uh, uh, welcome, man. I know you love Sac. I love Sac. I do. Give our listeners just a quick 20-second hitter on SAC in Northern California and why um, you love it. And I, maybe is that a place where you see the voices returning to? Uh, I mean, not in the foreseeable future. Uh, but, I mean, SAC is just such a different vibe, different feel than and Northern California in general yeah. than Southern California. It's a lot slower moving. You know, it seems like a great place to grow up. It's a great place to grow up. It is. It's hot as hell ah, in the summers. You so forget about from. that a little bit. Yeah, and then uh, you know it gets pretty cold in the winters. But um, you know you got the Bay Area right there. You've got Tahoe right there. Uh, you, you know a lot of outdoor stuff, and it's got that small town city feel. Yeah. you know what I mean. Kinda you like, still got pro teams. You still got a steak yes. shake stack. You still have some good restaurants. Uh, I'm a big fan too, man. I actually love the whole Bay Area. I really. Uh, enjoy as close to the coast as I can get to. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of people are kind of Sac is a good place when you want to, like you said, small town feel, but a big city. And a lot of people are leaving the big cities during the pandemic for sure. Work from anywhere. Spencer Torkelson is from Petaluma, and this episode and this interview with Torkelson is brought to you by Coldwell Banker Realty Agents Peg and Jeremy King. With over five decades of combined real estate experience and a commitment to personalized customer service, Coldwell Banker Realty Agents Peg and Jeremy King expertly assist clients in Petaluma and all surrounding Sonoma County communities. Whether you're looking to purchase your first home or sell a luxury estate, Peg and Jeremy will work tirelessly to make your property goals a reality. They want to be your agents for life. Peg and Jeremy are a full-service team dedicated to making the process easy, straightforward, and worry-free. They handle all paperwork, marketing, appointments, inspections, and disclosures to save their clients significant time and stress. The team enjoys a strong referral business, often helping different generations of the same family with their housing needs. This level of trust is a true testament to the team's dedication to their friends, neighbors, and clients. Everyone deserves a real estate success story, and the King team would love to be the authors of yours. Reach out at 707-338-8821. Or visit pegking.com, P-E-G-K-I-N-G.com, to see how we can help you today. So let's get to this interview with Petaluma's finest, Spencer Torkelson. ASU. Enjoy. Now 
now joining the One Star Recruits podcast, we have a son of two accountants, the pride of Petaluma, California, and the number one overall pick in this past June's Major League Baseball draft, Spencer Torkelson. How are you doing today, Spencer? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're good, bro. Welcome, man. Thanks for joining the pod. You know, uh, you're an Arizona State guy, obviously, and so am I. And There's a lot to unpack in this interview, but I want to start with some family stuff because we had Scott Boris on a show last month, and he had a really fun interview for us. He gave us some some crazy stories about him growing up and all this other stuff. And you became a part of that Boris Corporation family when you picked him to represent you. But man, your parents have both been accountants for like 30 years. What the hell do you need Scott for? <laughs> um, accounting and being an agent is like two different things. I'm going to be honest. I, if I had my dad call up the GM of some team, I, I don't know where I'd be right now. <laughs> but, no, they, they can handle my tax return. But when it comes to, you know, talking to the big guys and making decisions and helping my career out, Scott Boris is, he's the man and he's the, you know, he's the best to do it. I got you, man. You're, you're in good hands. Like you said, everyone knows he's the best. And, uh, you know, that man told us he has 44 televisions in his house and he has algorithms for everything you can think of, including like which baseball markets his clients should buy versus rent homes. in. I'm sure he's talked to you about that, but what has been the most surprising or interesting thing you learned from Scott so far or learned about him? No, I, the most interesting thing, I can't remember off the top of my head, but. Did, I mean, did he hit you with that, that story that when he was growing up on a, on a dairy farm outside yeah. Sacramento? Yeah, he, I knew that story. He grew up on a farm and was, uh, he went to UOP, played some ball there. Yeah. How about this, Spencer? He, he is a grinder. How about just. A lot of our listeners were interested, like the, the courting process of Scott Boris, you know, um, he's an intense guy just to talk to, uh, uh, friendly over dinner. Cause he's, he means business, right? How was just that courting process? Was it chill? Uh, were you, was your heart pumping a little bit the first time you met Scott? Oh, no doubt. You know, you, you <laughs> everyone knows who he is and yeah. for him to like, you know, schedule a meeting at breakfast and we went to, uh, I think we went to breakfast the first time and, you know, he kind of gave us his pitch at Boris Corp. And as soon as I, I heard that, um, you know, pitch from Scott and uh, Champ and X and the guys that were at the breakfast, I, I knew my decision was going to be with them. I also had a couple other meetings planned out, but just to, you know, make it a fair game and see what everyone has to offer. But the first meeting, you know, kind of blew me away and everything they have to offer for their players. You know, you, you, you really impressed him because one thing he told us about you is he, he described you as having touch power, which is yeah. a term he kind of coined for a few guys who can basically hit any ball out of the park on any swing. And we just wanted to ask you, what was the, who was the inspiration for your swing? I know, uh, I know Johnny Gomes was another right-handed kid from your high school up in Petaluma with a, mm-hmm. he had a ton of swag and some success. Was it him? Uh, I don't really model my swing after anyone. You know, I kind of, my swing evolved throughout the years of just, repetition i think and i was you know lucky enough to have good quick hands some people say you know when i played hockey you know the the wrist shot uh they yeah. said like that helped my quick hand so um i don't know well i don't model my swing after anyone but i think hockey is hockey and baseball has a we had uh tom glavin on and you know believe it or not fun fact he was drafted be this is i know you're 21 bro so 
tell me if before, but he was drafted, Tom Glavin, before Bobby Hall and Luke Robitaille, who are great NHL players. So I, I agree with the, with the hand-eye coordination. How was your ping-pong game, hand-eye coordination-wise? Oh, I'm nasty. Yeah, your ping-pong ping game. I'm at ping-pong table at my house back in Petaluma. Hell yeah. It's one of those sports that I feel like too, when, uh, even when I just want to get my mind straight, I'll hop on a ping pong table and like tightens up my thoughts real fast. So anti-coordination <laughs> ping pong, bro, tied together. Let's talk about your family in Petaluma. Um, you know, I spent 10 great years in the Bay area. We think a lot now here in Cali, just about the fires and the stuff that's going through Petaluma as a whole. I know they have some crazy things like, uh, like the ugliest dog competition for the last 25 years. I know driving through just on the way up to Napa and, and going through Petaluma just looks like such a cool place to grow up. Talk to our listeners a little bit about growing up in, in, in such a cool spot. You're 45 minutes from SF, yep. um, but yet you're kind of still in that Marin County area, which is gorgeous. Talk to our, talk to our listeners a little bit about that place. Oh yeah. So Sonoma County as a whole is just a really beautiful place and uh, you're far enough from the city. So you don't have all that traffic, but you're in this climate that's unbelievable it gets a little chilly at night but the summers are great um pretty mild weather overall but you know you got napa everyone knows where napa is because if they like wine you know uh that's where a lot lot of the vineyards are so you're 20 minutes from that 15 minutes from sonoma and then right in pelham i'm pretty sure the like uh world arm wrestling championships used to be in pelham too there's a statue of two guys like arm wrestling like arm wrestling yeah, in downtown Petaluma, it's pretty sweet. Unbelievable. Like this dog competition, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like a hidden gem, I think. It is. It's a gateway. You mentioned it. It's a gateway to wine and food. Up in, that, up in Sonoma, Napa, uh, one of my favorite people, I think one of your favorite people, I know your mom does um, some work with him on the financial side. Um, I think you might have been on Triple G. Am I wrong about that with, with our I, boy, Guy Pierre? Yeah, my parents were on... Uh, it was your parents. Yeah. 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 So I want to hear about your relationship with guy. Cause uh, I'm a big fan, but I also want to know at ASU, what were you throwing down? What was your go-to? If you, if Spencer had to throw down for dinner, what did you throw down in the kitchen? Oh my gosh. I'm not <laughs> sure. Cooking up? <laughs> I wasn't in the kitchen very often. I lived in an apartment. I was, you know, like an 18 to 20 year old dude. I'm not chefing up some yeah, yeah. meals like guy would, but um, you know, I love myself some, some Raisin Cane's. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, me too. Uh, yep. And then there's a sushi restaurant called June. It was unbelievable. Nice. I uh, will put it on the show notes. We love shout out Tempe restaurants. I love, uh, my favorite place is uh, Ted's Hot Dogs. I don't know if you ever mess with Ted's. Oh, yeah. That, that was by my condo with my buddies. Uh, we had a, you know, like a three bedroom condo. And I think Ted's Hot Dogs is right there on, uh, so talking got- Broadway. Yep. yep, Broadway. I was on Broadway. Okay. The Great Street right there. McClendon. Had tons of good Mexican food, but Ted's always stood out. On game days, we used to go to Sun Devil Stadium for, uh, for Cardinals games, and it would be Ted's for us as a family. So it's like it's got a special place in my heart. That's awesome. You had a restaurant in Petaluma that the family used to go to or a special spot that you, that you guys used to hit on the regular? So when I was a kid, we, we'd go to Graziano's, but that's not around anymore. Um, I think I'd probably go Cachina Paradiso. That that place is legit. Italian food, unbelievable. Chicken parm. They uh, yeah. they don't always have it on the menu. It's sometimes on the special menu. But whenever my mom calls and says, "Hey, can we get chicken parm?" They know it's for me, so they they chef it up special. You're already pushing those buttons. That number one pick button, man. I'm with that though. I'm a sucker for chicken parm. Let me ask you this: while we're still in the Bay Area, too, 
Uh, you're sitting at home with the Torkelson fam. You guys rooting for uh, who's who? Who's your baseball team growing up in the Bay? Was it A's? Was it Giants? No, always the Giants. Always the Giants. Always the Giants. Yeah. yeah, we had a couple good years. You know, ten, twelve, and fourteen. That was pretty mm-hmm. sweet. Um, but yeah, I always grew up a Giants fan. Went to the game probably like five or six a year with my parents, and uh, it was a good time. It's a great place to watch a game. Some great Sun Devils were also great Giants. Did that have any decision making while you were kind of deciding to head to Tempe? No doubt. Yeah. I say sometimes whenever someone asks me like, Hey, what's what, one of the factors that went to, into your decision of picking ASU? And I'm like, I mean, Barry Bonds, the greatest yeah, Barry, baby, tell him ASU, man. So yeah. I did that going into my visit there and that kind of persuaded my decision a little bit. Is there, is there a guy that's maybe still around from that 2014 team, like a, a Pence or a Posey that you're going to be like kind of in awe of like, when you go up against them first for the first time? I try not to be an awe at guys. You know, I had my first taste of, you know, being at summer camp with uh, Miggy. And so I, I was on the same field as him, but I don't want to, you know, uh, fanboy over anyone, but it'd be pretty cool to play Buster Posey or Crawford, you know, you know, just play against them. Cause I, yeah, grew- I was, my guy, my guy, if he showed up in my house or I saw him at dinner, if I saw, if I saw Linsa come like in the streets, um, I'd probably do a little fanboy out, man. I got some great memories from those years. I mean, it was a great time to be in the Bay area. Like um, such a cool time. Yeah. Those Giants parades. I remember I like begged oh. my mom to skip school to go to the Giants parades. I couldn't do it, but it was, yeah. it was a good time. You, something else that's a really good time uh, in Tempe is what coach Hurley's doing with the hoops program. And uh, I love their free throw behind the baseline seats, you know, oh. to disrupt the free throws. I think it's, it's like so it. legendary. Yeah. Um, have you, did you participate? Did you check out some, some, some hoops at, at at, in Tempe and did you ever participate I went to a couple games yes but never participated in the, the curtain of distraction <laughs> I know right, Mike Phelps showed up one day that'd be pretty wild I would I would clank that pretty quick if I see yeah that. you could you could have got in there and took some hacks you know <laughs> somebody would have watched that soft touch and, and missed yeah. or something <laughs> maybe next time you're back there on campus we got to set that up after uh, this this whole pandemic is over with <laughs> yeah no doubt for sure, man. Hey, you're down in Lakeland, Florida. Tell me if I'm wrong. I thought I saw you rocking number 73. The only other 73 I know was Rodman uh, <laughs> pulled out that 73, Jay. Um, I think you were 20, if I'm not mistaken, at ASU. You going to roll with 73? No. <laughs> no, that's like, you know, that's like the minor leaguer number when you get to big yeah. league. Yeah. But uh, in Lakeland like- right now, I'm rocking 19. I think there's like three of us rocking 19. <laughs> we don't... We don't- <laughs> We don't get to pick and choose our numbers yet. We got to make it, make it to the show first. Yeah, for sure, man. You're a humble dude, man. I appreciate that. Spence, uh, you know, something else you honed and, and kind of Tempe was your on-base percentage. And, and you really had that clicking by the time you left college uh, earlier this year. And your OBP was high and you have a really good eye. And you, you drew more, even more walks than strikeouts in your college career. And so you're kind of like that classic corner infielder, Billy Bean, Moneyball type player. Is uh, is OBP something you focus on, or what's going to be your biggest yeah, adjustment? It's that ping pong game. Uh, yeah, it's like, I know where the strikes are now, but I think I I pride myself on being like a complete hitter. I don't want to be labeled as you know just some big power guy that strikes out a hundred, you know, eighty times. Uh, so yeah, I like to have good at bats because on base percentage, I think it's like a, it's an actual statistic that the the teams that have won the World Series the last however many years lead the major leagues in the you know, top three in on-base percentage and obviously pitching wins championships, but on-base percentage has a big, um, is a big reason as well. 
It's a big component. It's almost like rebounding in basketball. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You don't have to spill the secret sauce. I'm always curious. We had Adam Kennedy on and I was asking him similar about just seeing signs from second base and kind of that. But when you step, when you step into the batter's box and your head, cause like I think of myself when I'm doing something big, like I get nervous and like jittery and my heart starts going. When you step into the batter's box, is there something that you tell yourself? Is there a Zen moment? Is there a saying? Is there, do you just say shut the hell up and focus? I kind of got my routine going up to the plate and it kind of throughout time of doing that routine for a couple of years, it kind of just locks you into that bat. You got a few key things that you tell yourself, like, you know, middle, like stay in the middle or, you know, quick hands. Don't, don't try to do too much. Just little things like that, that just keep you on it. And is it a repeat, it, it a repeat with those things or is it a one and done? Uh, you know, it depends, you know, if I'm not feeling it, that day, you know, sometimes you're cold. You got to really tell yourself, you know, that you got to stay inside of it. You yeah. got to shoot some of the other, uh, the other way. You can't, um, a lot of people say, you know, you can't, you know, the best hitters are dumb. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I kind of believe it, honestly, because I'm not guessing, I'm dumb, but you can't, you can't be thinking, you can't be stressing out too much. No, the, you're right, man. The guy throws way too hard to be thinking up there. I don't hey, even but, think that's that negative negative of a thing to a certain degree because the power to quiet the mind, I think maybe we can call it Buddhist instead of dumb, but that yeah. power to quiet the mind, you know, is, is powerful. So I'm always interesting with, with, with guys who especially can have great at-bats, you know, um, uh, what's going through their head. So thanks for sharing that. Uh, kind of on the opposite side of that, though, how, how important to you is, uh, is studying pitchers going to be? I don't know how much you guys did in college or, you know, the available film for a lot of the schools, but I know in the majors that's huge. Is, is, is guys like uh, Pujols and, and, and classic sluggers over the years, they talk about how much they studied opposing pitchers. Is that big, is that big for you? Yeah, I mean, when you're Albert Pujols, you've been in the league for however many years, you know, he kind of – you build relationships with those pitchers. So you know, like what that guy's thrown to you to get you out in the past and what pitch you've hit out on them and stuff like that. But, uh, for me, I like to keep it real simple right now. Um, I like looking at tendencies, but at the end of the day, they got to throw it in that square. And if it's in that square, you got to do damage to it. But, um, if you, if I get, you know, thinking too much, I go fastball here, curveball here, fastball. It's, it's maybe, you know, you got to be yes, 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 no, instead of, or in, you can't be maybe maybe then yes because then you suck but if you're yes 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 no just trust your eyes like ping pong confidence um, ping pong yeah that's a good mindset all right spence uh you know we close out every interview with a quick hitter segment where i kind of ask some questions based around a specific theme and, and you just tell me what comes to mind first and uh <laughs> for this one i want to focus on your future home detroit home of Eminem, Motown, uh, the Pistons, the Lions, the Tigers, General Motors. I'm going to hit you with a bunch of 313 stuff. Is that cool? All right, yeah, hit me. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, first one, let's see. De- Detroit-style pizza. It's pretty unique, and it's mm-hmm. honestly delicious. They, they make their pies in rectangles with a thick crust and chewy. Uh, are you a thin crust guy, a, a Sicilian guy, or that is that Detroit pizza right up your alley? I love all kinds of pizzas. I'm not going to be uh, – not going to discriminate any pizza. Hey, you're like a politician now, man. <laughs> you got what's uh, what's the Pet- what's the Petaluma style? Is it thin crust? I know California's got a lot of thin. We have uh, a places. I I think it's just normal classic uh, classic za. You know, I just kind of yeah. yeah, bro. I never had a bad pizza. I never had a pizza that I said was was like I hated. 
All right, uh, Comerica Park. You'll be in that batter's box uh, someday soon. It's one of the most beautiful parks in the country, and, and it's hitter-friendly. So, you know, I'm a one-star recruit. My career highlight was hitting a ball to the wall at uh, Tempe Diablo Stadium, you know. <laughs> I had a uh, warning track power. But what's what's been the best thing about your experience at Comerica so far? I know you, and you had some workouts out there. Uh, it was great to just be around all the guys that are on the big on the big club and uh, even guys like me that are working their way up, you know, grinding every day to to be in that position. Um, so it's no one, not one. Maybe the first day I hit batting practice there, it was pretty it was pretty sweet because you know you grew up uh, going to batting practice early at Giants games, then you see all the big leaguers and how good they are, and then you're like you stepping in the batter's box, like damn, I'm that guy now. You know, how did it feel to hit that first one out? Oh, great. Great. I wasn't watching. I was kind of in the zone. I was like, it's my first yeah. day on the job. It's like a good golf shot to keep your head down, you know, on the first tee. Just keep that head down and hope that oh, it yeah. stays. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, basketball. Can you, can you see yourself out there? Uh, Little Caesar Arena yelling, Detroit basketball. Are you holding true to that Warriors mm-hmm. Bay Area roots when it comes to who? Question. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Detroit Tiger now, so I'm all Detroit. Lions. Yeah. Lions, Pistons, Red Wings, I'm, I'm all in. Love oh, it. Man. It's a great fan base up there. And, and something great. else about Michigan is uh, it's surrounded by literally some great lakes. Are you a lake guy? <laughs> and if not, uh, what not kind of non-baseball activity are you most excited about checking out in Michigan? Mm. Yeah, I'm more of a lake guy than a, than a beach or an ocean guy. Nice. Uh-huh. Just because I love like wakeboarding, tubing, and fishing. So, uh, yeah, I, I think fishing is going to be a – a hobby of mine up there. Hopefully I find some good spots. Yeah. We might have to find a sponsor for this show at a fishing place. I'm sure they'd love to uh, be the, you are, you, are you like Tahoe guy? Is that the spot where you guys will go to when you in the Bay uh, Area? Shasta? Yeah. Shasta is good. I like, uh, was it blue lakes? Blue lakes. Blue lakes is yeah. Nice. Blue lakes up in the Bay. I know Lake Wildwood used to be one of my favorites, man. Yeah. Lakes rep. We need to start representing a little bit more for lake life. I think it's, uh, I think it is a really relaxing style of uh, recreational life. Yeah, no doubt. All right, and last one, uh, you're, you know, the, the walk-up song. Eminem, to me, is the goat uh, straight from Detroit. And if, if you come out to lose yourself in your first at-bat, that entire stadium is going to go nuts. Are, are you going to deny those fans that, man? What's your walk-up song? That, that's probably the best idea I've ever heard, honestly. Because <laughs> I remember, you know, seventh grade basketball, our, we had like, you know, we have 30 fans in the crowd. It's all of our parents and a couple of seventh grade girlfriends. And, and we're running out to, till I collapse. It was, it was the best pumped. thing. That was hella pumped, right? But yeah, lose yourself. That's a good song. That might have to be it. If you have all those Detroit people behind you, man, even if you strike out, they're going to go nuts for you. So <laughs> we got you. Yeah, boy. Love Thank it. you, Spencer. Hey, you're, you're a legend. We're going to, if you don't mind, we'll stay in touch. Um, if, you're ever out in this area. We'd love to have you in studio, but best of luck. You're a great human, man. Um, your parents are amazing humans and, uh, uh, best of luck in the majors, bro. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, no doubt. Hit me up. Thanks, Spence. Have a good one. DK, did we just come up with the walk-up song for the number one pick in the draft? He liked it. He was very much, it seemed like he hadn't thought of it, which is crazy. Cause I would have thought of that too. That would yeah. be my first like, early thought list. I, I think he's going to do it, man. And when he makes his uh, big league debut, hopefully next year, and we see that, we're, we're definitely uh, shouting that out. But, man, Spencer Torkelson, 21 years old. What a wholesome kid from a, from a great community up there in Sonoma County. So yeah. thanks, thanks for coming on, Spencer. We appreciated that. Actually, Jay Boyce told me, he sat down and he said that he has a urine antibody carrier. 
Yeah? yeah. Can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I took the uh, I took the uh, uh, blood test to see if I had uh, antibodies for the for the COVID, and uh, I came out positive. So I don't know when I had it, but apparently I had it. So. So then, post you've done negative tests. Yeah, I've I've gotten the uh, the current test. You know, the na- nasal swab mm. that came back negative. Um, so man, damn, you get the good looking juice, the model, <laughs> and now he's got the antibodies. I got to get that. Do you have antibodies? You think, Rip? Are you uh, messing with any? Are you doing? Are you t- testing at all? I got, I actually got tested like in April because uh, I got sick and it was weird for me to get sick in April and it came out negative. But negative. it, it could have been a false negative. Who the hell knows? All this stuff going around. Knows, oh knows. man, it's crazy. I know every every week in fantasy, it's like uh, it's like uh, who knows? Like roll the dice if if teams are going to play or not. I'm I'm thinking, hopefully, uh, well your boy Ezekiel. So Jay Boyce loves Ohio State. Big Buckeye, big Buckeye fan. What's your number one memory when you think like immediately when like if you were like did your ratatouille moment? (laughs) Wait, what do you think? What's your Ohio State moment? Uh, Watching them beat Miami in two thousand two. How old were you? That was good. That was a. uh, I was a freshman. Yeah. In in high school, I was a freshman in high school. That was a big moment. Who was on that squad? Uh, Which one, Ohio State or Miami? Both, but Ohio State. Ohio State. Craig Krenzel was the quarterback. Oh yeah, Um, yeah. They had um, Krenzel. Yeah, Krenzel, dude. He had a one star. That was the heart attack Buckeyes. I think they won by like a margin of like less than five points the whole season on every single game. Mm. And Miami came in ready to just. Everybody thought they were going to smash them. Mm -hmm. And um, um, Maurice Claret. Remember that Maurice Claret. Tressel's coaching. Tressel. Yeah, sweater vest, man. Was that Fiesta Bowl in, in uh, Tempe? That was in that was in Florida, right? That's no, Florida. I think that was the Orange Bowl. Uh, Orange Bowl. Was, I was gonna say the Ohio State really came on my radar when they started coming to a shitload of Fiesta Bowls. Like I yep. felt like it was like oh, like it was only like their second home. I remember walking in the streets of like Tempe with just Buckeye bars. They all travel hella deep. They, yeah, their alumni is humongous. Um, their reach is humongous. Their brand is. I mean, they're just. They're what you think of, you know. They're the Alabama. They're the they're the Clemson. They they've got that reach. I think remember we were doing when we were uh, working out at one point in time. I think Haskins was coming up, and you were saying he did have a future. It looks like he doesn't have a future in Washington anymore. Are we still Haskins believers? Is there is there any hope his that you talent? There, his talent. Is he's only twenty one, twenty two. Yeah, he's a young kid. He only spent one year starting at Ohio State. Crushed all the records. You know, and a lot of that is uh, Ryan Day is a great coach, one of the best quarterback coaches, if not the best quarterback coach in the United States. But only one year, mm. and you you make that leap to the to the NFL. Plus, let's all be honest, Washington is a pretty dysfunctional organization yeah, from the top down. Where would he be successful, Rip? Where do you think he would be successful? I mean, New England. <laughs> everyone would be. Everyone. Oh, Bill Belichick could turn yes. anyone into a. I mean, that's interesting. I know. I heard he might be on the block. Um, yeah, I heard that yeah, too. yeah. He's no, he, traveling with the team right now. Well, shit, boys. Let's do uh, Rex of the Week. Where are you coming from? So you're down in Oceanside now. That's where the company is. That's where home is? Uh, home for me is uh, South Orange County. Okay, you're in South Orange County, Ribby, El- Long Long Beach. Long Beach City. Okay, so you guys are both coast side. You know, love for both cities. Um, Rex of the Week for me came. Um, we, had, we had on uh, the last show, we were talking about some L.A. food trucks. And my weed delivery guy, shout out Will at New Generation, uh, came through this week, and he was like, yo, that was dope. You got to shout out my spot. So my record of the week is going to be Will's spot, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to go check it out. COVID times makes this stuff a little bit bit tougher, but I did do a Yelp qualifying check, and it looks t- delicious. So record of the week for me is La, a- La Azteca 
That's L.A. Azteca. That's in East L.A. as well. Uh, according to Will, the best breakfast burritos in town. So uh, check them out. We're going to put them in the show notes along with um, all of our people in Petaluma, Peg and Jeremy. We're going to get a lot of Azteca in there for you, Will, so you guys need to check it out. Voice Roofing. Voice Roofing will be right. in the show notes uh, where you can find Spencer Torkelson. Follow him, man. That's nuts to have the 21-year-old. Like, I'm watching the world's i'm watching the playoffs right now it's crazy to me tell me if i'm crazy the will smith versus will smith matchup was fun right oh uh, yeah that was That's good. Just tight. like if jay boys don't even know what the, what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> um doesn't will smith dodgers look like he's probably seven though it's yeah like crazy. they said he, they called him a baby face catcher i think man and he's hitting home runs so but spencer doesn't look like that but he's ready to play so your uh, your wreck of the weeks are always uh, around food man i love it uh but I'm, my my one this week is something that you used to pay for the food is credit cards and really credit card rewards because i found out this past week man my dad you know whatever money he spends on a credit card he doesn't partake in the credit card rewards and it's just so crazy mm. to me that people I just feel out wasteful there at this at this stage not to yeah. So if you're out there and you're not getting some kind of airline points or hotel points or cash back on your credit card, it seems like a business. Call us, we'll figure it out. For yeah, you. then there are businesses like that. I mean, the points guy. We got a couple others, but man, you you got to get something back. I got. I think I have like eight credit cards, and I'm, I'm never what's going your, to balance. What's your go to for the listeners? So what should everybody have in their wallet? Uh, the one I've had the longest, man, is the uh, it was the Starwood American Express. Now it's the Marriott Bonvoy. So you, you're not even traveling, so you're stacking points now. I'm stacking points, man. We're gonna take a big trip someday, and uh, it's gonna be all paid all right, for. So that's right, you know, the value guy. Yeah. All right, nice. So check out that Marriott Bonvoy. I co-signed Marriott Bonvoy card. Check that out. That's a good one. Yeah. What you got, Jay? We do Rex of the Week every week, man. So anything that will bring value to uh, the people, thank you for sticking along with us this deep in the podcast. Yeah. Wreck of the Week, dude. That's a lot of pressure. Uh, Man, what do what do the people you need got, to know? You man? got you, you got, got a home, kinds of cool shit. You got a home gym. You got anything got a home from there? Gym, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's kind of the common knowledge, but yeah, that would be my wreck of the week. Is do what you can. You know what I mean? Especially in these COVID, you know, pandemic times, lockdown times. All you dads and moms. Out I mean, there. does that mean go do squats, man, and do burpees? Because that's the worst. I don't. Things. You know, no. I'm I'm kind of past that. I think that was kind of that uh, that. Uh, machismo kind of you know I just want to be uh, show how tough I am so what if I want to do three things okay daily daily and I know diet's most important as well yeah but if I want to do three things physically what what can I do what can somebody start tomorrow maybe that's not crazy but they can start and make it a habit I would say especially for wellness physical and uh, mental wellness I would say breathing so there's a lot especially with this COVID stuff going on with uh, it attacking the lungs breathing has been something that's come to the forefront of uh, people's minds um uh, but breathing is super important. Learning how to breathe correctly, expanding that diaphragm, that type of stuff. It's a big stress reliever. Even just through the nose, right? That's something that's a new thing for yeah. me that I'm just like really through the nose. If you think about it, like you don't really pay, we don't pay attention, right, to how we breathe, but it's a lot of shallow breathing. We're not getting enough oxygen into our, where our body. If, where, that, where you find your breathing time? You go chill in the garage and get, go, yeah, get a quick 20 breaths time. in? When I take the shower. Yeah, that's not Yeah, because like, as a dad, you know, uh, uh, Rip knows this, uh, you don't have a lot of time to yourself. So you You've got to find those little yeah, times. Yeah, he's manscaping his spa day. You have, to, you have to schedule you, that shit out. Yeah. You do. you got to schedule it out. So if you can do that, you know, get practice your breathing. Your breathing get your breathing right. And then I know uh, uh, last thing would be um, stretch, mobility, 
anything that you can so do. So no push-ups, no buys. I mean, no. yes, you can, but I mean, if you're in chronic pain, that type of stuff. How about if you j- we're just trying to get get a little bit ready? Give us three just light exercises that we could possibly integrate as well. And you're right, the mindset stuff. Yeah. I mean, there. If, if but if I just got to shake off, like shit, I'm in my damn house and need to go shake something off. You push-ups? Squat, should I be doing? Should I be squatting? Squat, yeah, yeah. Squats, push-ups, pull-ups. Yeah. as best you can do. Push, pull, the usual, the go-to. Yeah, you want to hit that full. I forget body. about the push, pull. What is that machine? The uh, TZR. I think so. Is, I don't no, know no, 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 no. That, that. What is it? The yellow machine. Oh, TRX. TRX. <laughs> Dyslexic. You could make that up. That'd be a good one. You actually introduced that you can do shitload of things with that, that bad boy. I have, I have one in my garage, and I probably that's probably what I use the most because you can just do a whole bunch. Core, you know, arms, back, everything with it. But take that time. Even if it's 20, 30 minutes, Respect. you will feel much better. There it is from Jay Blaze. Take some time. Be mindful. Keep your nuts clean with Manscaped. 20% off. Free shipping. Um, and support your favorite pod. I appreciate you guys. Jason, I appreciate you being on the pod. Thank you. Um, people can find you on Instagram if they want. If they want. Uh, yeah. X model. It's worth a follow. I called him an influencer. He wasn't feeling that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> dad, dad, X model. Scarlet letter, man. No influencer here. But look, we'll, uh, if you have any questions, as always, uh, go to... Uh, Go to the Apple reviews for your question in there. That's a guarantee. Get right on the pod. Um, throw us some stars. And uh, we appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful... Send them off. Rip, 42 Fun. years old. Give them, Send them off our listeners. Yeah, 42 years old. Uh, I'm really admiring uh, Kyler Murray right now, who's about half my age. But yeah, follow us on Twitter, man. You'll see stuff repost, retweeted and tweeted like... He runs like an angry toddler. That's funny. It's good stuff, man. He does. He does run like an angry toddler. Once you said it, once I saw that tweet, I'm about to go home to some angry toddlers right now. So Shit, we'll see I you guys next you guys, week. Man. <laughs> hey, I appreciate your time. One love, boys. One star recruits. Follow us. That's with the number one star recruits. Have a great week.